Hello there, it's Sasha Sterling and welcome back. Today, I'm going to be walking you through the Empowered Living Model, an invitation into a soul-satisfying relationship with yourself. So the point of this is really how to become your own greatest ally and fall in love with all of yourself. Because ultimately, we can't love other people more than they love themselves. And we can't receive other people's love more than we love ourselves. And to take it another layer deeper, we can't receive the love of the universe more than we love ourselves. So how do we actually expand our ability to receive the goodness, the divinity that we are, and everything that's available and possible for us. This I'm feeling the pure potentiality. How do we actually create a relationship with ourselves that's intentional and devotional so that we can play with our life? And I know we don't have control over everything. My goodness, I do know that. And there is a lot that is in our control. And so much of what is our control is attitude management, beliefs, vision. All of these are qualities of leaders. So let's segue over to what is self-empowerment? I know yesterday I had you define it for yourself. And I'm curious what, you know, how aligned these definitions are. So According to this definition, self-empowerment means making a conscious decision to take charge of your destiny. It involves making positive choices, taking action to advance, and being confident in your ability to make and execute decisions. Self-empowered people understand their strengths and weaknesses and are motivated to learn and achieve. So really interesting data from a research project from Maryville University on the topic of empowerment Of their top tips to achieve self-empowerment, three involved positivity in some way. So I'm going to read them to you. Tips to achieve self-empowerment. One, develop a positive attitude. Two, set reasonable goals. Three, surround yourself with positive people. Four, practice self-care. Five, use positive self-talk. Six, be assertive. Seven, create an action list. So of the top seven tips to achieve self-empowerment. Three of the seven related to positivity in some way. Develop a positive attitude, surround yourself with positive people, and use positive self-talk. I wanted to ground this in before I walk you through the empowered living model because positivity, I feel like sometimes gets, um, it, it can be minimized because it's joyful, it's light, it's playful, it's fun, it's easeful. Um, And it truly is, it is so powerful. Positivity is incredibly powerful to usher in change that really feels good. And so the invitation of how good will I let myself feel? How good will I let myself get? There's actual scientific data to back this up, the power of positive thinking, the power of positive self-talk, the power of being around positive people. And that's really what I pride myself on in my style of leadership and coaching and mentoring and guiding and the tone of 
my th- this community and the communities that um that I will be inviting you into is elevating the energetic resonance to be one of 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 positivity and positivity is a choice to relate to anything that is happening it's not to spiritually bypass at all any emotional state or any story or anything that's going on it's not to say that we can't dip into those places and there's um this shining light the shining light that is positivity that is one of the keys to unlock empowerment that i have that i just believe is the is such an easeful beautiful path and so i wanted to share that with you all right so we're going to segue now into the empowered living model so wherever you are listening to this there is going to be a link somewhere wherever you found this link to the empowered living model as a pdf and it's a three-pronged approach inviting you into a soul satisfying relationship with yourself and this is after now over two decades of my personal immersion and personal development, spiritual awakening, as well as over 12 years now as a master empowerment coach and over seven years as a business mentor to other women who want to bring their sacred purpose and service into the world and monetize their gifts in some way. Really with you in the center, a holistic approach to empowerment. So we begin with holy humanness. So if you've been around me at all, you've probably heard me say that your humanity is your superpower. And I really do believe that we're here in physical form for a reason. We're not here to judge our humanness. I was just messaging with a client earlier and she said her mean girl is really up and I totally can relate. And sometimes my mean girl can be very, very sneaky. She can kind of hide inside of perfectionism. I don't know how your mean girl can hide or how she communicates with you. And so coming into a loving, curious relationship with ourselves, all the parts of ourselves is the foundation. It's where we begin because we are here, we're in our body and yes, tapping into oneness consciousness and, and the, you know, universal principles and, and we are all sacred mirrors for each other. And we're all individuals. We're in, we're, we've incarnated as individual sovereign beings. And so honoring our individuality First, as the foundation, which I call holy humanness, is where we begin. And it's through embracing our individuality and the divinity and the holiness inside of our human vessel and all of the emotions, the ego, <laughs> the ego, along along with just our human, our human needs, our base human needs, wanting to create material, you know, certain level of success here in this physical reality, honoring all of it. And so one of the places that I began in my journey was through the wisdom of emotions, through really befriending each of my emotions, each of my emotional states. And then what I've later developed, which is the current book I'm writing, Walking Back Home, which has been 10 years in the making, which is is consciously mentoring with each of the emotional states. So going from, from, you know, maybe an unconsciousness with the emotions or a general understanding to an understanding of how all of our emotions predictably 
move into the next and what that sequence is and and understanding the the language of each emotion, how they present, what their needs are, what their unmet needs are, how those present specifically for you and me. Um, and then shifting into a, an allyship with the emotional state and then and then the invitation which I guide people through is to consciously mentor with, a select number or all of the emotional states, depending on what you're, you're called to at any given time. And when we're, when we consciously embark into a mentorship, apprenticeship style relationship, we're saying, I am available to be, to be taught by you, teach me, guide me. I'm open to learn. And so that is the highest octave that I have gotten to currently in my life with the wisdom of emotions and it continues to get deeper and wider and um really really powerful and beautiful so um i'll be sharing more on another day um in this series i'll go deeper and share more around that so that you can start to take action with with the emotional state or states that you're called to really master at this time to support you in service of awakening that confident, capable, courageous woman and visionary leader within you. Because I know if you're here, then you, you're called, you're called and you, you're, you're tired of waiting um, and you're ready to tap into your potential at the next level. And so accessing, accessing the, the, the juice, the resources that are inside of our emotions, instead of being afraid of them or, or um, numbing from them, but actually harnessing them, using them, being in, in flow with our emotions is where that unstoppability, where that courage comes from. Next, we have identity and belief. So identity and belief is so key to support us in living an empowered life and to feeling satisfied, feeling satisfied in our existence. And so noticing what our current identities and beliefs are and rewriting those upgrading them, renegotiating identity and belief. And that's an ongoing practice. I actually just spent this last weekend shining light into my dark places saying, okay, where, where am I holding on to old identities? What are those identities? Are they serving me? Are they actually going to allow me to become the version of me that I'm called to next? And there was some upgrades that needed to happen. And so it's not about making any past version of myself wrong. It's simply about coming into acceptance and celebration of being a growth oriented woman on a mission in this in, in this life and the amount of change and transformation and if you're listening to this my guess is you understand and so having tools and processes simple tools and processes to support in shedding old skins and creating new ones is something that I've learned how to do really well and I support my clients in doing as well simplicity is the name of the game for me I like to take esoteric complex potentially complex um, subjects and create simplified processes that feel good that can be ritualized um in very authentic ways to you. It's not about performance. It's about weaving into your life in in ways that actually works for you. Next, we go to body and breath. So embodiment, breath, you know, I've 
I've been on a path for the last five years, really it's specifically around embodiment. And then more recently around my breath work, introverted breath work, um, trauma-informed certification to support people with breath work. Breath is so powerful to clear trauma out of the body to support all of the other processes. I won't go too much into that now, but embodiment, body being in a harmonic relationship with our body, with our body temple and how to use breath to support our visions, our goals here in, you know, while we're here, whatever is the the focus at the time. So holy human humanness can be summarized in the, the intention for holy humanness, this section of modules and topics and teachings that I support people with is supporting you in really getting how much you matter. You matter really being in embodied worthiness and presence to your life. Present, worthy, whole, resourced, total permission to be you now, to be the past version of you and to be the future version of you all simultaneously. So dropping a self-consciousness is what often happens, like a releasing of any sort of self-consciousness of the human experience and coming into full embrace of you here, worthy of your experience in every single moment, the shadow and the light. Next, we move to spiritual exploration and mastery. So this is really fun. Spiritual exploration and mastery is the playground, the playground of growth, of exploration. My podcast is called Exploring All That Is Sacred for a Reason. I am absolutely a spiritual explorer, a spiritual warrior, um, an earth angel, (laughs) Um, an entrepreneur, a mama. I love good food, all of it, right? The humanness and the and the um, the human conversation and the spiritual conversation, all of it mixed together. It's so fascinating to be here. It's like a playground, and so so the three sections that I've summarized around the empowered living model is intuition and soul gifts, tapping into your intuition and soul gifts, specifically learning your unique intuitive soul print is what I've been calling it. Your intuitive soul print, just like a fingerprint. We all have our unique, our unique fingerprint. So what is your unique intuitive soul print? How does your intuition communicate with you and, and how to develop that relationship so that you can trust yourself? Because when I think of an empowered woman, I think of a woman who knows herself and trusts herself and intuition really being in developing the relationship with our intuition and tapping into our soul gifts. Those are two, two, again, resources, resources that create an unstoppable woman. And after so many years of coaching, coaching women at all different stages of their life, um, motherhood, business, service work, all of that. Low self-confidence is something that's pretty universal. And, and I, I mean, I'm raising my hand for myself too. There's a few things that lead to that. One is definitely circumstances. 
kids, work, spouses, um, curveballs, blows to our self-esteem happen to everybody. Um, sickness, recovery from birth. Um, but, but what I see, what I have seen more often is that the unsustainability is usually coming from a place where her, where she is operating as a support role rather than the leading lady of her own story of her own journey. And we're going to go more into that tomorrow where your heroes and heroines journeys meet. It's going to be good. So definitely tune back in. So when a woman is operating though, from a support role, which as a mother, as a partner, as a daughter, as a sister, as a friend, volunteering at school, you name it, even often in our work, even as a coach, right? I am a, I am supporting others. So what can happen though, is if left unchecked that the woman is operating as a support role, even in relationship to herself. And that is not an empowered place to operate. And so I call it checking in, clocking in and clocking out for our different, these different parts of our life so that we can bring consciousness to when we're, when we're there for us. So when I'm in my morning practice or I am going to my yin yoga class at seven o'clock every night, um, I've been on a roll where I've been going to yoga six days a week now for many months. I'm feeling really good. I'm going to take a little sip of water here. Um, I, have trained myself to clock out of mothering and clock into myself intention, devotion, and presence with myself, breathe myself back into the, into my body, breathe myself back into who am I now? Oh yeah. Okay. And that communion with, with myself, with my, with my human self and my higher self and pulling my energy back in and there's a process um, around this called the Temple of You, which I'm going to be walking you through in, in, during our masterclass series here in the next couple of days. And so coming into, oh yeah, I'm the leading lady. I'm the heroine of this story. And so creating reminders and practices to really be in that power position with yourself. It is the, that is the most, if I could summarize, if you get one thing from this series, that's it. Notice, start noticing, am I operating as a support role or the leading lady of my own journey here? And when we operate from the support role, it's, there's a minimization of our intuition and our soul gifts. And so when we go, even if we're taking action, doing all the right strategies, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later too, all the right strategies, it's like, things aren't working. Why isn't this working? Why aren't people taking me seriously? Why am I not making money? Why aren't things going as fast as I thought they would? Often it can be summarized. It can, we can go right to the root and that's what's going on. So the purpose of the spiritual exploration and mastery a part of the empowered living model is to remind you that you are you like this is your life for you and yes it is beautiful to have a big beautiful community to be have so much love and relationships and if we're not truly rooted and connected into us what makes us amazing there's very little to give there isn't we're not coming from that overflow overflow place or not 
uh, not as inspired as we could. Our overflow maybe isn't as where our light isn't as bright as it can be, or at least it, it can dim if we're if we're operating from our support role for too many people for too long. So the spiritual exploration and mastery section of the empowered living model is to ju- is connect you to your juice, right? It's like oh, it's it's the place to refuel. It's the place to go to uh, rem- remember who you are in that bigger. Uh, soul conversation and then how to tap in and access that in your life. So the next section of this uh, is the art and science of relating. So we're here with over 7 billion people on the planet. So it's not enough to, when we're talking about actualizing into the fullest potential of you, your most empowered you, it's not enough to be empowered for ourselves. There is an art and science to relationships, to relating. And so that is, that's the section that I'm not going to go too much into now, but it's a really, it's a really eye-opening conversation, you know, to, to open up to all the different perspective truths that are happening simultaneously to relate to the other as a reflection of self without going into codependence and or, um, you know, projection. So it really is, again, the art and science of relating. There's a lot there. Awakening, expansion, and integrating experience. So this is something that I've become more passionate about as I've grown up and gotten wiser over the last couple of years as I've embarked on so many ego deaths and spiritual awakenings and... (laughs) experiences that I, mystical and mundane experiences that I didn't realize I needed integration from. And so this is a section that I've been doing research in and calling in um, elders into, into my world, into my circle to support in illuminating, illuminating the predictive processes of growth and and especially for those of us who are on accelerated growth trajectories, the cycle of awakening, expansion, integration, the cycles of rest, the cycles of action, how those overlap together. It's a really, I believe it's a, there's a quickening and the old templates are not relevant. And I'm honestly, I'm seeing that everywhere in the spirit, in spiritual communities is the old templates. Really, there's a lot that just isn't relevant anymore. And so I'm here as a pioneer calling the other pioneers, the other trailblazers that are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to take the gifts and the wisdom that I learned here that came from the past. I really am calling the other visionary innovators who are at the front of the trail, but don't always remember that they're at the front and keep looking back and thinking like, oh, I'm supposed to follow that person when really you're here to shine your light and to forge your own path and to share what you see and how you see it. And for us to develop new language and new models that will support in creating a world that we are proud of, that is um, abundant and reverent for all life and a, a world that we feel safe to leave in the hands of our children and their children and their children. Oh. Mm. I even just saying that prayer, I just, it feels really alive in my body. Um, I have a lot of hope. I have a lot of hope for, for humanity and for our future. And I have hope because of the conversations that I get to have like this with you. So I actually, I'm going to open up 
some time on my calendar. Um, so wherever you're listening to this, if you'd like to connect, if there's something that has sparked inside of you, something that is alive in you, a dream, a hope, anything that's come up for you so far, and you want to have a 15 minute get to know each other conversation, feel free to click through and get on my calendar because I really do want to, I do want to, um, I want to, you know, know what's landing for you. All right. So the third part of the empowered living model, let me just make sure here. Okay, good. Is sacred purpose and service. So this is where everything comes together to where you feel called to make a difference in the world in your unique way. You feel you feel called to step into your leadership, to make a difference, to make an impact. And many people would like to make an income for that impact, that tangible exchange, because really, why not? There is, I mean, when we think about just the last hundred years-ish, women in the United States about a hundred years ago, a little over a hundred years ago, didn't have the right to vote. We didn't have, uh, we weren't considered people by law. We were actually legally chattel. Uh, We had the same rights as a cow. So when we look at the timeline of humanity, it's a very short window, at least recent history. I'm not going to go back to other civilizations. And yes, there's templates there, but our recent template, women and power, women and leadership, women and money, women and prosperity, women and pleasure. (laughs) These are all like really, really cutting edge revolutionary conversations individually. And then when we're combining them and creating a convergence of saying, I claim empowerment in every area of my life. That is a bold, bold stand. And that's the stand that I'm here for. And I'm okay with it being an imperfect, squiggly line of a journey because I know that that is the leading edge that I came here, I incarnated it here for is to, is to, is to have it all. And so if you're listening to this too, my guess is that there's that that calling for you too around wanting it all, right? Wanting every, wanting what you want. It's not about wanting it all. It's wanting all of it for you. What is that for you? I like to think of it like a big buffet table. We have a huge buffet table of options. Like which ones are speaking to you? It's not about having everything, obviously. It's about having everything you desire for you. And this is really where it comes together when I'm supporting women in empowerment is it's often not enough to be empowered behind the scenes. There's there's a desire, there's an overflow moment that happens where it's time to step into visibility and voice. It's time to claim impact and authentic leadership. And there's a desire to master creation and co-creation internally and externally. And so sacred purpose and service is, is, is so powerful. This is really where I, um, you have been on the front lines with my clients for years and years is around how to get all of themselves aligned where they feel safe to step into this, this sacred calling to bring their uniqueness to the world. And my personal journey has been one where I, for many, many, many years, was kind of hiding. Like I was serving 
but hiding. Like there was a part of me that wasn't ready to be fully seen. It's been very grassroots underground. And I'll share more about my journey and my story, my timeline when we go into heroes and heroines journey um, and how they overlay. But I want to share that because you don't, it's the hero, the hero and the heroine don't feel ready like 80% of the time on their journey. What makes a hero or a heroine is that they answer the call to adventure. And so I just want to take the pressure off that you don't have to be quote unquote perfect or have everything quote unquote ready to claim your empowerment, to to step into your sacred purpose and service to the next level. And maybe you've already been in action and you have the podcast or you've led the women's circles or you've been building your website or you've had the program. Maybe you haven't, maybe it's been, you're getting ready to get ready and it's been percolating and incubating behind the scenes for a long, long, long time. Whatever step you're at, I know that if you're called to go to the next step of your adventure, that there's something here for you. Um, So All right. So that is the empowered living model in a quick overview. Sacred purpose and service is where we focus on your need to contribute. So the primary six human needs, the need for security, the need for variety, the need for love and connection, the need for significance, and the the need for growth and the need for contribution. So you can notice where you naturally are placing your the need where you're like, ooh, I, my, I'm intuitively feeling like my need for this is going to be met here or my need is already being met here. Contribution is the highest level of fulfillment through so many different studies. When we are contributing, we feel utilized and ultimately are going to feel happier as humans when we're contributing. Contribution though, without having our basic needs met is martyrdom. And I'm personally here to eradicate that, that experience for women, women in general, but specifically women in leadership. So I've, I've gone everywhere. I, there, there's nowhere I won't go with someone. One of my first spiritual guides, she said, when I got on with her, this was like long, long time, over a decade ago. And I was sharing how I was afraid. There was, I was afraid of my power. I was afraid of, I saw this vision of who I am. And I was like, but I'm, I'm afraid to even be visible at this level. And she started laughing. She said, Oh, Sasha, just give it a little bit. (laughs) She said, it's in your destiny. We can't escape what is destined. And you come from a soul family that is so fearless, they go where angels fear to tread. And I've held on to that. And and it it rang really, really true. And allowing myself the gift, my holy humanness of the divine unfoldment of my destiny. There's nothing to outrun. And that's really what I'm here to support you with, as I support myself with that, is how to enjoy the the journey of awakening. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's okay to enjoy the unfoldment, enjoy the journey. And at some point, just like failure is a temporary experience and success is a temporary experience, right? These are just, it's like crossing a finish line. 
what is at some point the moment happens and we look and we're like, oh my gosh, it's there. I did it. And then we're on to the next adventure because as growth oriented people, we're called to the next and to the next and to the next. Of course, with cycles of rest (laughs) when those are called for. All right. I'm going to take a deep breath. I invite you to take a deep breath with me. I know I went in a couple different directions, trusting the channeling, the, the whatever is coming through as it was supposed to. I'm just going to breathe for a moment and see if there's anything else that I want to speak and share with you today. Hmm. So I'm going to close today with three steps to integrate the empowered living model so that you can both sit with what's here on this model, make notes, and also how do you use this and move forward? So of course, I will be sharing ways to work with me, two different ways to work with me. I have a I have five spaces open for one-on-one coaching for, for the rest of 2023. And the one-on-one coaching also comes with a cohort, a small cohort of my other private clients where we go into this model and you get a lot of personalization around your whatever is most important to you. Everyone who's in the container as of now is focused on their sacred purpose and service. And we have this, there's a specific plan that's emerged and I'll share more about that tomorrow. And then there'll be another way that I'll share that we can work together, which is a, um, a course, a low cost course experience that does come with some live interactive Q and a. So I wanted to share that (laughs) before I go into the three steps to integrate, because of course there's so much here in this model. And if you're feeling a, a sense of aliveness and curiosity where you want to go deeper into this with me as your ally and guide, I want you to know that there will, I will be sharing, sharing how we can work together. Um, And I'll, I'll share more about that tomorrow. Okay. For now though, three steps to integrate the empowered living model. Step one, vision. Having a clear vision is critical to allow for the most easeful actualization of your heart's desire. I'm never here to put pressure on anyone to rush forward to a 10 out of 10 of their vision, their clear vision. I am, I've seen so many patterns around dim to super clear on fire on mission vision. I was at a plant medicine journey a few weeks ago and I was shocked at what popped out of my mouth when we went around and shared intention. And I just was like, okay, I really trust it. I said, my intention is to connect with my vision and to become so on mission like Joan of Arc. And I was just like, oh my gosh. But that, that that example, and I'm coming out of a period where I really, my light was so, so dim. I honestly feel like my inner fire li- liquefied, like my internal fire experience was actually one of water, of liquid fire, of lava for a few years. And it was um, not to go too far on a rabbit trail, but I, I am a avid student of vision and the connection between vision 
and effectiveness and 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 what is it what does it take to 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 have a clear vision and then to follow through on a vision and then when is it time to allow a vision to be released and align with a new vision so wherever you are in the vision conversation i just i don't want you to use this as an excuse to beat yourself up no mean girl combos the conversations here the holy humanist lean on holy humanist whatever is true for you right now is true and sacred and good and full of information and divine intelligence that is here to communicate with you and to take the next step from not shun or make wrong. So vision though, three steps to integrate the empowered living model. Step one, clarity of vision. Step two, a plan. Align with a structure to support the flow. So I'm a big believer in structure to support flow. The personal symbol inside of our community, Prosperous on Purpose, is a fountain. And there's a long story with the fountain and the symbolism with that. I won't go into it now, but just you can borrow it if you'd like around a plan. A plan is not here to box us in. It's here to to give structure both to our mind to to, because we do have minds and our minds are our allies when we support them correctly, when we set ourselves up to, to uh, benefit from the best parts of our mind, the mind represents the North, which is direction. So by having a plan, we're supporting, uh, supporting the logical parts of our being to say, okay, here's something that we can plug into. Here's our plan. And it's the structure, the simple structure to support the flow, our own flow our own life force and the 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 life force of all that is to come in and the magic of both the vision and the plan along with allowing miracles and magic along with then the third step which is support so critical i opened up with the the research from that one um that one college i don't have it in front of me now but three of the seven related to positivity and what impacts our positivity it's support it's who we surround ourselves with allies friends guides mentors coaches therapists colleagues allies, right? Really being aware of who are we surrounding ourselves with? And then accountability, support through the form of accountability, qualified accountability, and support through our through consistency and cyclical action. So when I say consistency, a lot of people think the same thing every day. And that's a very masculine approach to consistency. I am a big fan of cyclical action and 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 being curious around your what your creation cycles authentically look like and creating cons- allowing for consistency in whatever way is authentic to your natural cyclical action style. And then support through the form of celebration, self-celebration and celebration from other, from your community. So I'll leave you here. This is a longer session today and please reach out. I've opened up some time on my calendar to have some get to know you conversations. You're welcome to email me or message me and sending so much love and I'll see you tomorrow.